0: Did you inherit $1 million from your grandparent, or are you about to become wealthy from someone else's hard work? If you say yes to these questions, this show is not for you. You, the hardworking, committed, and ambitious professional who have a 9-to-5 corporate job, or a 12-hour shift worker keeping the assembly line running. Perhaps you run your gig as a freelancer, or maybe you run a small business. You are in the right place welcome to the career evangelist podcast where you get your weekly tips ideas strategies and inspiration to find purpose in what you do so you can build a career you are passionate about and live a fulfilled life here is your host vola alabi hey
1: everyone welcome to another exciting episode of the Career Evangelist Podcast. And today, we are so fortunate to have a guest. Alex Pichera is with us. Hey, Alex, what's up, man? Hey, Paula. How are you? Good to be here. Awesome. Awesome. I like it. Thank you very much for joining our community. And I'm excited about this topic because today we are going to be talking about everything that will help uh, working professionals to, you know, maximize their time to grow in their career, to find passion, to love what they do. That's all we do here at the Career Evangelist podcast. And today we'll be taking some leadership. We'll be talking about some leadership, uh, uh, discussion and, uh, we'll be hearing from Alex how to also manage change, uh, navigate uncertainties. And also, we will touch on the power of branding. Uh, hey, Alex, let's get to it. What's let's up? Let's get to it. Yeah, I know. So yeah. why why do you do this? Why are you passionate about leadership or helping people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to be. Yeah, why do I do it? Um, I guess because I figured out that I was good at it and people found it a value. So, again, just like anything, you, when you... Well, I should take that back. I, I I have had some tough roads too, where you, you sort of have to know what you don't want to do, but over time you you adjust your internal compass to find some sort of purpose or something that drives you at a deeper level. And so I, I have found that, you know, people in general uh fascinate me and um, I don't know, I just I get energized by people. I like to bring energy to people when they need it. So, you know, anything <laughs> that gets me closer. Um, and, and, you know, we'll probably go into a lot of sports things because of my background, but, you know, I'm a, a big time team player and I look at things through that line. So, um, yeah, just, hey, I like seeing what people go. So
1: let, just to let you know, when you said I'm good at it, I'm not yeah. forcing you on that. Uh, There are certain things. My my wife, for example, she'll ask me, why do you like talking? Why? Because she, on the other uh, hand, she does not like (laughs) to go out, talk to the crowd. And that's my forte. I like to stand up in the front, talk to people, you know, so... You ask me why do you like doing that? I'll say I'm very good at it, so I like your response. You are good because really, the deeper, you are... okay, guys. The,
0: de- the, the deeper level question though, which we'll get into, right, is right. how do you make a living at it? That's what most people. That's what most people are asking. Is like, yeah, I'm good at these things, but how do you make a living out of it? And I can tell you that question is worth exploring and a lot deeper. It's easy to say, I like it and know what you're good at, but to make a living out of it and to turn passion into profit and things like that, that's a little bit deeper. So that's where I like to go exploring with people is, I, I like when people are passionate about things. All right, let's see how you can make something out of it now. Cause that's, that's a little bit different.
1: And that's a tough one, honestly, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, let's say you talk about leadership. Let's say you are a motivational speaker. How do you get people to pay to hear you? And I think that's very, very challenging. Maybe we'll talk, <laughs> maybe we'll touch on it. But first maybe. of all, um, yeah. Alex, let's talk about leadership and performance optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people, you know, improve their performance? so that they can position themselves for that leadership position in
0: different organizations? Great question. Um, Yeah, how how do they, in in a sea of others competing for the same sort of uh, role or position, how does one stand out in that, right? Correct. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, You know, one thing you'll find about me is I like to get directly to the source of things. And there's – in order to adjust your external reality, there has to be an internal shift. So there really has to be a sort of a mindset and a motivational shift internally. We have to sort of go this direction, inwards. And then we can – it's a much – in my experience, it's a much – easier route to to uh, to changing your external reality is to, to to solve what's going on at the source itself um is that a <laughs> nice way of telling people they're their own problem yeah um <laughs> we, we uh in my experience we do a lot to get in our own ways and if we can find out what's getting in our ways and work on removing those things it usually allows us to be in our most natural state and um and 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 see opportunity where it is not, you know, some people get pegged into like a role and oh, I want to be in that position and they leave their freedom for opportunity to come about, you know, they sort of just put themselves in that little position um, where they can have that and much more, but yeah. don't limit yourself, you know, so um, I would say it would be that there is going to have to be some changes that one does to their own energy. Um, right. They're going to have to shift and focus. Um, and that's a lot of the work that I do with those I coaches, you know, we get, we get granular we start to break it down and make small adjustments. That's the other thing is that this is the shift is one of a, of a sort of entire movement that, you know, your life's going to change after that. And you're going to have to start going in a different direction altogether, you know? So, um, but once you do that, it's so much fun. I mean, now you got a whole world ahead of you and some things to do. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say. First, first we've got to we got to solve some things at home, right. uh, and then that stuff becomes a reality for sure.
1: Okay, so you mentioned uh some very important uh, uh, points. Uh, you said you talked about change. You talked about shift, and I'm thinking that's some kind of mental shift. And you said uh, people need to know what gets in their way. So these are about intentional thinking because Mm -hmm. if you are not thinking intentionally, it's going to be extremely challenging for them to figure out all these things that you talk about. And I also hear you say, oh, uh, the people you coach, right? How does it oh, work? Yeah. Do you? I know. I believe you have some people that you are helping through their journey in life. Can you uh, touch on that and let us know how? Maybe there's someone out there that may want to, you know, join your hobby yeah. and work with you. How does it work?
0: Thank you. Um, and yes, you you heard a lot of those points that I had mentioned in there, right? And some other words. I, I like I like the way you brought it back to me, I'll, I'll dive into it here. Is this um, sort of succinctly as I can. Um, I work with a lot of people in the space of of leadership, management, teamwork. My background is a professional athlete. Uh, I was a professional soccer player, Uh, but I also had a degree in cultural awareness and cultural studies, traveling around the world playing I love um, soccer.
1: No. I love soccer by the way. Sorry to to put that in. Uh I, I'm not
0: a professional
1: player but I, I coach <laughs> a small team so
0: I, I Yeah. Know. I know. I saw that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll have to do a whole other uh show on on some sports banter. Um yeah. very uh v- yeah, uh, you don't want to get me started <laughs> on that. But uh because because that was such the basis for uh uh, my first career in professional sports. So when we talk performance, when we talk about uh, ascending to new levels, what, the question you said about how does somebody move themselves up into a leadership role? Look, in professional sports, the margins are so tight and small. Barely any of us get to even get to the next level. And even me as a professional athlete, there were so many other pros above me making good money. I had to work two and three jobs. You know, I got told By lots of clubs. I'm no good. We don't want you. Go there. (laughs) You know, like, um, and you, you know, you find it's very lonely at times. You know, you don't have a lot of people that are in your corner rooting for you because they're trying to fight for the same thing. So, you know, there's friendly competition and navigating that world left me with a lot of practical things that I can share back. And so I over the last 10, 15 years in 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 coaching, I built a, a methodology. To work by called the business athlete and this is where we take two principles energy management and brand consciousness the two things you talked about right from the start Mm -hmm. right let's just boil let's boil it down to this how and what's great about the methodology is my degree in anthropology allows me to kind of take a model and let it be flexible with you so energy management and brand consciousness can work for you the individual or if you want to replace it with your team or even your business or organization you can look at them as a individual and apply the same sort of uh you know tactics so energy management is is really what most people have been calling you know uh, time management and these sorts of things it's right. it's yes there's a skill to time management but A lot of our issues is that we don't manage our energy well, and that's what athletes do very well. We're able to run ourselves into exhaustion, recover, and then do it again. Right now, we currently see in in sort of a lot of the business landscape is people just running, and they get burnt out, Mm -hmm. and they don't have... Uh, both the organizations and both them as individuals don't have the strategies of what to do when you've reached the exhaustion and what sort of habits and routines can we be doing that fill our tank versus depleted. So that's what we got to worry about one first with, with people, with those I like coaches. How do we manage your energy? If I can get that managed well, a lot of your issues just go away because again, we're working with, with, with the fundamentals. And then the second pillar um, is is right where you're saying about your brand, and we call that in sports that's your off-field performance. Mm-hmm. So there's the on-field performance and the off-field performance, and any you'd tell me the same thing. I mean, any professional who's who's lived a good life and has performed at high levels and has succeeded in something will tell you that what you see off, what you see on the field is because of all the work I did off the field. Now, if we can, right? And so that actually has weight to the final product you present with. So the same would work with any one of us as as individuals. We are our our own brand, just as a sport athlete is your own brand. What are you doing to manage your off-field performance to set your brand up for success so that companies do trust you, they find you credible, and that uh, you're able to go and ascend to those next levels of leadership? I'll tell you what, Bola, a lot of people ask me about leadership. Some people like leading, which is an act, mm-hmm. and some people like to be leaders. Those are like two different things. Some people like leading from time to time, but to be a leader is to take on a responsibility that most people don't understand until you get in there. It's It's bigger than you think it is. When you want to be a leader and you want to step up into those roles where your results are based on other people doing their job. That's a different world altogether. So be that's ready a for
1: t- it. that's that's a tough one right there. Yeah, I, I that's it. <laughs> you. Uh, you mentioned what you do off field, right? Will yeah. influence your performance on field, and it, this is this will be clear to sports people. Maybe off field exercise, what you eat, you got to watch what you eat. You got to, you know, maybe prepare yourself mentally. Uh, so that when you get on-field, you are performing at your peak, right? Uh, For working professionals, uh, off-field, on-field, yeah, we need off-work, on-work, or (laughs) at-work, as as the case is. What are some things or ideas or strategies that you can recommend to people that they should do, whether it is Mm -hmm. off-work hours, so that they can boost their performance, during their workouts, maybe maybe this is where you talk about the energy management thing or
0: something. you got it, you got it. There you go, man. See, you, boom. I'm glad, I'm glad you're <laughs> able to sync it up like that. That's the feedback and evil. Like, okay, okay, yeah. Now you hit it right on there. This is where the energy management can come right into it. So, right, yeah. Um, but you're absolutely right. So I've always worked from the premise, and I've been yet to be proven wrong that when people are at their best. Mm-hmm. They do their best work. Absolutely. that's Absolutely, right? Yeah. Like prove me wrong. No. So let's get people at their best. And this is why, let me just take 30 seconds and step back and saying, I, I really think over the last, I look at macro forecasts. So large societal shifts and society always tends to shift and recorrect itself. And we have honestly gone through a really heavy time as society over the last 10, 20 years, high tech innovation, right. a lot of money invested into that. We've gone through some things, you know, and you know, people Crazy. are tired. <laughs> if right. Yeah. It, it's Crazy. So we're, we're, but we're, we've reached the pinnacle. So we're about to kind of go back the other direction. And that's usually tough because the exhaustion, you know, everybody wants to move, but it takes time. But if we want to get over into that new sort of area, and we want to do it successfully, we've got to bring a new approach. And we totally like have to start engaging. We've done a lot of investing in our minds and investing in sort of technology. Now we have to engage people. We have to engage, uh, uh, you know, leaders as a holistic, our entire body. We know way too much about this vehicle not to be optimizing it to be efficient at work. And sure. so, you know, so when we say off-field performance and energy management, I break it down into sort of four sort of energy chambers. And a lot of this is, you know, piggybacked on a lot of great work by Dr. Jim Lair in sports uh, and many others. Um, and so we break it down into four areas. You have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. These four sort of energies are fighting, depleting, gaining at any one time. And we want to be able to, to build a practice of observing Almost like we, we know how to self-diagnose ourselves, right? I want to give you the tools to be your own physician. So are you aware? We want to build a practice of awareness where we're looking at these uh, energies and we're saying, okay, which one is falling off? Which one's pulling on the other? And then to your question, what strategies can I do to elevate one over the other? So I would always recommend that while the spiritual energy area is your most powerful Mm-hmm. It's also the most difficult to deal with. So if you are not in a good space or you are struggling or you're in a real deep challenge, don't start with that one. Start with the physical one. And then you can build momentum very quickly. Um, but the spiritual energy is where pe- people or companies uh, deal with values, company values or individual values, purpose, your vision, your sort of uh, that sort of eternal like motivation, that hunger. uh which, you know, in my book, if we talk about it later, the business athlete, I talk about for me, finding and generating hunger was a difficult thing because, you know, I had a very good upbringing. I, I, you know, like I had a good family background. I had opportunities in front of me when I'm face to face with uh, people whose families and livelihood is on the line. How do I generate the same hunger level as that individual? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the spiritual energy is where we get that. Mm-hmm. Um. But that comes over time. So we start with the physical energy. And that's like looking after, you know, your, you know, rest is a a huge thing right now. And everybody should be investing in how to optimize your rest and sleep cycles, you know, making sure little strategies like uh, eat your final meal two hours before you go to sleep, because it'll allow your system to fully optimize your rest time, right? And it won't be digesting food. So these are like little things that we're now seeing the evidence for that people should really start to take on, you know, mm-hmm. um, brain optimization, you know, or your neuroplasticity. I have a, a, a certification with the MIT neuroscience and what we know about our gut and our brain and our decision-making. So, you know, that's where the physical one comes in. So really looking after hydration, rest, uh you know exercise brain optimization keeping your your brain working um so that's what we would work on the um some strategies for those who are in the physical now the emotional one is where people make a lot of mistakes so if you're someone that's making a lot of mistakes or you're just kind of tripping up it's really just sort of an emotional sort of deal um You know, in sports, we call it choking. Like you get right to it, you know exactly what you do, and you have the skills to do it. And then, uh, ah, man, I choked. Um, It's an emotional sort of deal. You know, exhaustion comes into play there. So I give people really easy strategies. If you're ever in that space, so physically, you go, you take a walk, you're feeling good emotionally. Um, There's a couple of things, relationships. Go to the people you love and trust the most and just go sit down with them and have a, have a genuine, uh, you know, authentic conversation. Okay. Music, music is so powerful. People don't even really understand what the vibrations and frequencies of certain music can actually do on the cellular level. Uh, One of my favorite sports, uh, you know, God rest his soul a Kobe Bryant talked a lot in his book about how he used, uh, music to manipulate his persona before certain games how do you become somebody and use uh, music to do it so i tell people to start playing with different musics to become personas and change their emotional state internally um comedy is another one uh, i'm sure you're not you're not you're yeah. no you're no stranger to, to yeah. laughing i yeah. know that i, I like um, that too yeah you know so again you know strategies to adjust your internal climate Um, you know, mentally we pick up things like, uh, you know, we pick up strategies for how to get focused this week. Um, you know, to, to write your, your what, why, and how, what are you going to do this week? Why is it important? And then how are you going to get it done? Keep things simple. Keep it, you know, small bite-sized right now. Um, that's one of the biggest tips I can give to people that are looking for, okay, how do I, how do I get things going? Just honestly, it's a momentum thing. Try to do something different on like 10% this week and next week. Just chip away at it. And it just really amounts to a lot. So that's, that's I'll take a, a break good. there, man. That was a lot. I hope that works. No, no, no. That,
1: that's a good, uh, Alex. Uh, uh, there, there are tons of information that you shared there. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to always break it down. You you mentioned those four key areas, physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. I like what you uh, said uh, later on about the what, why, and how. Uh, and I think people are not conscious of that what, why, and how. I mm-hmm. started putting that framework together for myself when, whenever I'm working or if I have anything that I, I need to do, oh, yeah. what is it? why is it important and how am i going to execute and that has been helping me so i'm i'm glad you you
0: actually mentioned that now- the order is important too you know because yeah. it, it, this is important because most people would say, well, you want to start with the why, the big question. And I wouldn't argue with them, but that's for big questions. Like if you're strategizing long-term, then yes, start with the why. But most people have a problem focusing this week and getting things done this week and getting yeah. things done next week. So that's why you and I would change that around to start with the what do you have Absolutely. to get from and then bring in the why, you know, your motivation for it. So cool, man. I'm glad. You I like that. I like that. Um,
1: Earlier on, you were trying to distinguish between leading and leaders, and I want yeah. to talk more about that. Uh, you said, well, most, from time to time, people like to jump in and lead, but they will not want to be leaders. Now, that leads me to the questions, and there are different opinions out there, but I just want to hear
0: from you. Are sure. leaders born or made? Are leaders born or made?
1: Um, maybe. Do you think anyone can be a leader? Can be a leader? You know. I
0: think yeah, it's a great question. I think everybody is a, everybody has the capacity to lead. Um, everybody has the capacity to lead, and everybody leads at some point. But uh, the term leaders, the way I represent it, is somebody who takes that on as a lifelong role a badge if you will not just as a skill set or something that they can do a couple of times it's when we talk leaders i think in the shape that we're doing it it's um i acknowledge everybody everybody has and this is the great this is what like moves me about people is <laughs> when i was telling you what i was good as my value is i would have a lot of people i mean i've worked with people old young left right this that i mean there is something beautiful about each and every one of them. And it's amazing. Sometimes people don't even see that in themselves. And when you can bring it out of people, like you mm-hmm. want to talk about a drug, like I'll tell you what, you go help somebody find their passion and value, you won't need to touch another thing ever. I mean, that's like that's like it. However, not everybody grabs a hold of certain aspects of what they bring, certain dynamic aspects and take a hold of it and develop it and bring it into it. And I would say that's where there's an inherent sort of hunger in like, it can't be quenched that sort of like desire and thirst for driving at that level. Um, it's one where it's annoying. Like the, uh, like self-reliance the ability to have to take accountability and responsibility you can't put it off on anybody i mean it's it's it becomes uh like i said it's it's a big deal you know when i speak of the leaders like that but you have informal leading in companies and organizations people that you know may take over a project or people who lead behind the scenes uh, there's many ways to lead not everybody has to be a leader like me or you that there's a lot of ways to lead but there's a a sort of an underlying when I say leaders, I, I'm kind of getting to that uh that spiritual energy where there is a purpose driving this individual and that purpose is that their success is only gained through Others' yeah, success. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. And that's, there. there is the biggest differential, really, is that some other people are happy just succeeding on themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, time to time. But when you tie yourself to other people's success, you know, as a, oh, as a pursuit. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That's it. Why did you write your book, The Business Athletes?
0: <laughs> I had this... Uh, <laughs> It was time. I feel like I was actually late doing it. And, I, you know, I should have done it a little while ago, but there was this. um, It was interesting because as I was writing the book, um, you know, I. What I do is a little bit selfish um, is because the coaching and the training, you have to live it yourself. So you're actually giving yourself a lot of notes all the time and things to focus on when you coach and train other people. And so you have to, when you're writing a book and you're talking about this, you have to implement these strategies and everything, And you know, while you're doing it. I mean, this is your life and everything behind it. And so, you know, it was making sure I was really aware of what was going on, understanding it. And it honestly was just something inside me shaking, like, if you don't write this book, you'll never write one. This is it. This is it. And so, um, but there was a practice. That got me to the point of listening to that. That's what I think would be my biggest addition to people is helping them stay accountable to a practice that allows them to listen deeply to themselves. Mm -hmm. The answers are there. You know, the answers are there. We get in our own way. A lot of times we're just, it's busy. It's noisy. Our minds are busy. They're noisy. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have to uh, find, a, you know, we have to find a way. You know, no, no, find disputes, no,
1: no argument about that. So, what's this one key yeah. takeaway that readers we we get from you know reading your book?
0: Uh, the one takeaway from reading the book is that um, an investment in yourself is never a bad investment. Okay. Okay, that's important. I
1: tell people to invest in themselves all the time. So, yeah, I, I love that.
0: You'll never regret it. You
1: know, yeah, you'll never regret.
0: forget it. I could line up all of your investments in your money and you'll never regret any one of those that was an investment into yourself. Absolutely. I, I
1: completely agree with you. So, yeah. as we are wrapping it, uh, Alex, um, I, I want to uh, my audience to get to know you more. Uh, so, what is one unique thing about you that's uh, you want people to know.
0: <laughs> Maybe especially
1: people that want to work with you.
0: Yeah. Um, people that want to work with Yeah, what's unique about me, I uh, I get right down to it. I mean, it's like I'm a doer, and I'm an efficient doer. <laughs> so um, not only do I like to just get down to, to, to work, but I like to have a plan about it. I don't like moving without knowing that the return is greater than the movement itself. uh, And so, uh, but I do it in a fun way, people working with me. Like, they'll say Alex is tough, he's direct, but, you know, like, it's all out of love. I mean, like, I I already told people from the start, like, I don't succeed unless you succeed. So everything I do is to help you succeed because I'm sitting here saying, come on. Like <laughs> I'm looking at Ferraris and you're driving them like sedans. Like, you know, it's like, come on, let's like, let's go. But um, yeah, I guess one of the, I'll tell you what, one of the unique things about me in that regard is I was once fired from a, I was an entry level. I chose to work in like the electronic mail room of a giant financial institution. Uh, I just wanted to work in it. I got fired for being too productive. Oh, wow! That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled me in and said, alex, you're you're sorting too much of this mail too quickly, and everybody over here, their overtime's gonna get screwed up because of you. We gotta let you go, man. So oh
1: wow, <laughs> you don't think they appreciate that, but
0: crazy things happen. <laughs> i'll wear
1: I'll wear it like a badge. Thank you right. So uh, what's one book or podcast that you listen to that uh, you want to let us know?
0: Ooh, that's really fine. Uh, really? Yeah, you can uh, see I've got all my books yeah, behind I me. I know you're um, a reader. <laughs> yeah, I'm a reader. Um The Bar the The Source was a good one uh, by Dr. Tara Swart. She's up at MIT. That was a kind of a, a good one. I, I like to geek out on neuroscience and things like that. So that was a a, a very nice read. Um, you know, I like my my culture books too. Like so while I do read some books around leadership and things like that, I like to apply things in different venues, you know what I mean? So I, I like to look at, uh, you know, uh, d- demographic transition models and population shifts and look at how that influences different aspects. So I get all nerdy with stuff. Um,
1: uh, okay. Hi.
0: Po- podcasts, uh, uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman is a, is a great podcast to listen to. Yeah. Um, Lex Friedman is another good one I listen to. Um, yeah. Yours, of course, is a good one. So don't, don't, don't short yours, man.
1: Uh, thank you very much for that. That uh, you are so kind. Um, finally, where can my audience find you, Alex?
0: They can find me. Um, Let's see. You can find me on, 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 social media channels on, you know, professionally on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking yeah. for any advice or you want to do that, look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, but of course I have some, uh, you know, Instagram, uh, is my name, TikTok channel at biz athlete. Um, so that sort of brand, the business athlete is sort of how you might find me and look me up. Um, so that's kind of my coaching methodology and training, uh, direction, but, um, yeah, happy to connect with anybody. I mean, this is how you and I get linked up is it all starts with connections and conversations, and, and here we are. So
1: Awesome. Thank you yeah. very much, Alex. It's been nice uh, speaking with you. I found Thank it you. Uh, very, very um, uh, entertaining and, of course, creative So uh, I appreciate your time, and I'm sure uh, my listeners, they will find it very beneficial as well. Thank you for your time, Of course. Thank you all. All right.